start time is an hour and 16 minutes into the recording. Hello and welcome to Kind of Judgecast. This is episode number 136. My name is CJ Schrader and with me as always, my two lovely co-hosts, first off, we have Jess Dunks. Hey, this is Jess. And Brian Prilliman. Hello, peoples. Hey, peoples. Peoples. Citizen. All right. Hello, citizens. Hello, citizens. Um, okay, so we got a couple of things to discuss this episode. Um, I actually think a lot of our listeners aren't going to know this first part, um, but a few are. I actually do. I, I think, you know, in the end, what seems like a big deal to us probably isn't a big deal to the entire magic community. Um, Maybe. <laughs> All right, um, let's. Let's let's dive right in. Let's let's talk about a couple All things. Right. So, this is a things. this is a very current events podcast. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be a current events podcast. But well, hold on, hold on. Don't we do news at the end of the episode? Welcome to the end of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> Not this time. No, we, we can make an exception for us. Oh, okay. Um, we're gonna talk about two two things this episode. The first one is gonna be what I have titled the incident of last week. Um, and the second one is going to be the mechanics of Oath of the Gatewatch. So um, there's no reason to do those first because no one in a year from now is going to be like, well, what is the Oath of the Gatewatch mechanics, right? So it's not like the rules episodes. It makes sense. So for everyone who doesn't know, on Monday, December 21st, both Brian and I. A day and, that will live in infamy. A day that will live in infamy. 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 Porculus. It's so and, famous, it's infamous. <laughs> um, so Brian, I, and 11 other judges in the Southeast were all suspended for three months as players. Uh, a few other people, uh, not necessarily judges, were suspended for two to three years. Um, one thing I want to throw out real quick is uh, you may hear, hear that almost every level three in the Southeast was suspended except for Jess, which is a true statement. That is true. I am, um, I am not. But... I also want to emphasize that Jess had nothing to do with any of it. Uh, I've heard a few rumors being like, oh, what did Jess do? Uh, Jess didn't live here yet. So that's right. why. I, I, okay. the, the, the only reason that I am the, the only L3 left in the Southeast, quote unquote, is because I recently moved to the Southeast and haven't been involved in the region at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, so as, as a uh, suspension, as far as what's being suspended means, it means we can't play in any sanctioned event. Uh, and we can't judge or represent ourselves as judges for three months. So obviously we're not going to change the name of the show, but, um, so, well, let's talk about the show for just a minute. Uh, we're going to continue as normal for now. So every two weeks, I mean, here we are, we're recording. Um, but it's worth mentioning and being clear that Brian and I are not currently judges. Uh, we're just people who happen to know the rules and we happen to know policy and very well at that being, (laughs) yeah. Uh, my knowledge did not suddenly disappear, and being suspended didn't really change that. Uh, you don't technically, you know, you don't need to be a judge to be on Judge Cast. Like, you know, the rules manager is not a judge anymore. Um, yeah. There's a lot of people who know the rules much better than me, and they are not judges. Uh, it's also worth mentioning that we've been replaced. So last episode, we talked about the what we call it the Judge Cast Open. Um, this is the. A Star City Games Atlanta event coming up in January, I believe January 23rd. Uh, we were, by necessity, replaced as head judges there. Um, 
But if you still have the opportunity to go out to that, I would totally recommend it. Uh, Brian and I are thinking about stopping by and playing some Commander. Well, well I already bought my plane ticket. So, so yeah, I'm going to. And um, we got Puppet Museum. Puff Museum's got to happen. Right. I've already uh, talked about it too much to let that go. I do want to say something real quick. There, there are two other head judges now uh, besides myself. Mm-hmm. And uh, those are awesome guys. They're uh, Nick Zittimer and uh, John Carter. And they had nothing to do with CJ and Brian not being on the event anymore. Oh, no. they. Oh, no, so, no, no. so if you go to the event and you're playing, uh, they are stepping in to help out. They had nothing to do with it. So nothing negative in their direction. They're awesome people. Yeah, I love them. Um, I love Star City. Like, I, I absolutely think you should go out and support star city i i've said many times i made level one and level two at star city oh yeah star, uh, C- star city was my first event mine too yeah so love i love star, star city. city if star city uh uh was a woman i'd i'd ask it out on a date oh oh this is the first time <laughs> that it would polite, it. that it would politely For, decline well, well, you, I mean, then actually, you would leave it yeah, alone it would, <laughs> right it would it would politely decline and then why are you saying if it was a woman and then you say she or then you say it <laughs> It doesn't make sense. Well, because it is an organization. All right. I haven't, I haven't anthropomorphized it yet. <laughs> uh, speaking but if of I were to, of, where now, would you take Star City Games, though, if it I'm, agreed? I mean, in Atlanta, probably the Puppet Museum. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> sure, why not? We've established, like, but not instead of objectifying. Like, you're, you're turning an object into a, a I'm a, anthropomorphizing. A I would take it to the Puppet Museum, but not right across the street. To a Holocaust museum because that would be an awful first date. It'd be an awful date at all. It would. Really, <laughs> it really, would. It really yeah. would. It's like, uh, all right. It's so, so so depressing. Brian, tell let's us get back more to the topic about okay. our suspension. So, um, yes. So, uh, why were we suspended? Uh, the specific reason for the judges that got uh, three months the from the. Uh, from the suspension notification we got. The official reason is failure to notify Wizards of the Coast of the dissemination of confidential information. Uh, basically what this uh, boils down to, there's been a ton on on Reddit and such. Uh, there were some spoilers uh, that uh, a Facebook chat had access to or was posted in this, in this Facebook chat. Um... Now, as far as the details uh, as to what happened, uh, uh, some pictures were posted in this chat uh, uh, on a few occasions, um, and they made it out, or they they left the chat uh, recently uh, for one for one set of of spoilers, uh, specifically the Kozalik and the wastes and the other land i don't remember um <laughs> i don't um so that caused uh an investigation um as far as there were there are people in the chat that uh observed this uh and some that didn't observe this um as far as going into details on it uh basically what the deal is there are people other than just uh, CJ and myself involved uh, 11 other judges and while CJ and I don't feel that getting our story out there is going to hurt 
the appeal process one way or the other, which we are appealing. Um, we are taking into account the 11 other people in the group because basically when one person tells the facts of the story, it's that's what it is. Uh, they might have different different motivations, different different uh, uh, flavors, if you will, or perspectives. Um, but the the timeline of events is all the same. Uh, so what we're doing is uh, CJ and I we're respecting that, uh, and we're keeping we're keeping that information to our appeals until the appeal process is complete. And I, and I, you know, I'm sure some people are listening and, they, and they're listening because they wanted to learn more. But so I do apologize to them. Uh, we, one day we will. It's all on Reddit, though. Yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> so uh, with regards to discussion on whether or not uh, we're going to come back, uh, that is a decision for each individual of, of the 13 total judges that were suspended for the. Uh, for the three months, uh, that is a individual discussion for each. I will say that the amount of support that we've gotten, uh, all of the judges involved, has been massive. Uh, I want to thank each and every one of you for reaching out to me. CJ, do you want to touch on this? Sure, yeah. So, um, yeah, the support's been insane. Uh, there's a group was formed. Uh, was it Judges in Support of JudgeCast, I believe it's called? Which I realize now I shouldn't have joined because I'm not a judge, but... Hey, it's just hey, people, hey. man. People <laughs> uh, helping people. Big citizens in... Uh, citizens in support of judge guys. Citizens. Um, Either way, it's very appreciated. Yeah, it's that's extremely appreciated. I um, I know they have a lot of people joining. There's a petition that last I checked had eight whole signatures, but <laughs> in fairness, the petitions... Eh, you know. Hey. When was the last time a petition actually changed anything? But I appreciate the support. Wow, just poo poo on the <laughs> dude. We 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 deeply, deeply, deeply appreciate. Like I said, everyone that's posted anything on on Facebook, posted anything on Reddit, contacted us privately, signed a petition, created a petition, formed Facebook groups, written letters. It it all means a uh, uh, a huge immense amount to us. And I think specifically what we were going through on Monday, which is how we found out. Uh, that we were even uh, part of an investigation uh, or being investigated, uh, I think it's safe to say that we all felt really bad. And I'm trying to keep you from having to edit my vocabulary, CJ. <laughs> but we felt really bad, and we were more or less ready to just just screw it and leave. But the amount of the amount of support has uh, I'll, I'll credit to turning around. Uh, a lot of our thoughts in regard to, to yeah. if not can, if not come back, but strong, strongly consider it. Um, oh, yeah. Outlook's changed a lot from Monday to Wednesday mm -hmm. um, from the people I spoke with. Like on Monday, it, it wasn't good. It wasn't pretty. But on Wednesday, I think a lot of us are in the let's see how the appeals go. Let's see, you know, what what's the result there. Um, right. For those curious, we probably won't hear anything about the appeals until January. Um, Wizards of the Coast is classically generally out of the office for the last two weeks of the year. Um, although they did post new articles today, so maybe they are back in the office today. Uh, I don't think that's how WordPress works. Yeah, they probably well, just... They, do, they did best ofs last week is all I'm saying. So 
I'm saying those articles were probably written and they just kind of set a published date on it. Why do pestos last week? <laughs> Jeez. All right. So um, a few few other few other points. Um, uh, um, so on the MTG Focus podcast, uh, they had last week uh, the gentleman who actually posted the spoil uh, the spoilers to Reddit and Twitter uh, gave his side of the story. Had Helen on uh, Helen Burjo from uh, from Wizards of uh, Wizards of the Coast. And they had a discussion. Uh, if you're curious, I would I would. Uh, I'd invite you to go listen to it. CJ will include a link in the show notes. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, in that podcast, uh, she said that um, she was going to be on this show. Uh, what I want to make clear at the time, uh, there was a communication. Uh, she was – Helen was talking to – uh, Justin Turner, our uh, once and future regional coordinator, um, and he was like, "Hey, you come on, Judge Cast." And she was like, "Yes." And then Turner comes back to us and is like, "I got Helen to agree to come on Judge Cast," and so it created kind of a an awkward. Well, we haven't really figured out how we're going to address this issue yet. What the show's going to look like, whether or not we're going to suspend it for a, a period of time, anything like that. So. Uh, talked to uh, I talked to Helen and we basically clarif- clarified the point of confusion and told her uh, that while we'd love to have her on as a guest in the future to discuss a happier topic where we were going with it with in this particular episode uh, didn't it didn't it didn't fit uh, and and kind of like the the invite was made in an indirect manner uh, so she completely understood. So I want to be clear on that, that um, there wasn't uh, it, it wasn't a a misspeaking on her part or anything like that. It was it was a mis it was a miscommunication and there's no conspiracy. Read it. There's no conspiracy there. Um some of the other stuff, uh, uh one of the, the points I want to clarify, the southeast region, uh while we did take a massive hit, uh, there have been a lot of posts like, oh, there's not going to be any PPTQs. Uh, m- all of the short-term events, so all of the events for the month of January in Florida are covered. Florida's got a deep pool of L2s. Um, Georgia I, is covered also. Yeah, CJ? Georgia's fine. Uh, I only had one PPTQ. It was no problem. Alabama is covered. Uh, Mississippi was hit because their only ju- uh, their only L two in the state of Mississippi uh, was was also suspended. Um, so, like I said, in all the events for Florida uh, have been covered. Uh, not so much late February, early March, because we're I'm actually pretty confident that our appeals are going to be appealed. Wait, is that the right verb? Our appeals are going to go be, through. Be successful. Be successful. There we go. I'm pretty confident that our appeals will be successful. On, hold on. Daughter is saying good night. Uh, so this is CJ. <laughs> this out maybe. Good night, sweetie. Good night. See you in the morning. You're not editing that out, are you? We'll see. <laughs> um. So yeah. So that's that's pretty much all. On on the on the topic, uh, I have uh, 
Fortunately, we have another member of the podcast who was completely uninvolved in the situation and doesn't have to worry about things like appeals. Uh, well, or we should like also that. throw in that Wizards has made it very clear if you do ever get a spoiler uh, or you're shown a card and you're not sure where it came from or if it's already public, you should report it. Uh, if you see a card in a private forum and this is a card you've never seen before, whether you think it's real or not, whether, whether no matter what you think about it, uh, you you should immediately report that to Wizards of the Coast to protect yourself. Uh, if, if it is not something you have uh, previously seen, and perhaps even if it is something you have previously seen online, you, you should immediately report that. Yeah. Um, this is what we have learned from the scenario, is that's the first thing we've learned from the scenario. Yes. Um, and that if you don't, uh, you could be held liable for Wizards of the Coast in, uh, leaking their intellectual property. <laughs> yes. Even um, if you don't spread that yourself. Uh, yeah, even if you do nothing with that information, you, you might can, be held liable. You can be found guilty of failure to notify Wizards of the Coast of the dissemination of confidential material. And they'll capitalize the first letter of every word in that sentence. Well, except to and of the. Okay, sure. Of the, uh, the <laughs> two were not capitalized. Um, so, um, that's a, that, that's... Now I know you guys don't want to say too much about it, and 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 you're you've been framing this in a very positive, neutral, to positive light here. Uh, oh, that wasn't the intent. But, uh, neutral but, was supposed to be the as good as it was going to get. Uh, <laughs> okay, it's it's well, you're you're very you know you're optimistic and about your appeals, oh, okay. which you should be, and you're you know you're talking about uh, you know various things. So so let me let me. Let me bring some realism here. Um, <laughs> I'm excited. So I am. I want to see where this is going to go. Okay. So uh, if you were a regular listener of this podcast, you know that I'm a magic judge. If you're not a regular listener, then today you found out that I'm a magic judge. Um, and I I am a level three magic judge. I'm very, very active in my community, uh, or in the, in the judge community, rather. And... Um, for, for uh, I would not recommend anyone try this because it's it's very difficult, and a lot of people ask me about it, and you shouldn't. But basically, for the last four years, in one way or another, um, I've I've made my living through through magic judging, um, and the, I I normally I would be very grateful to Wizards of the Coast for that. But in this situation, now I'm I'm just scared. I'm terrified because. We're in a situation where something this sets a precedent that if Wizards of the Coast doesn't like something I did or did not do, they could completely destroy the 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 way that that I make my money and pay my rent, and that this could be a thing that that they just that they decide that they're going to destroy uh, four days before Christmas, <laughs> um, and. That they could destroy my both, they they could damage both my reputation and and my ability to make money. Um, there are judges I'm not going to name names because they may not want me to. There are judges that are losing thousands of dollars because of these suspensions. Like and, Brian mentioned, he already bought plane tickets. Right. If, if I were one of the three the suspended judges, which I could easily have been in just slightly different circumstances, if I were one of the the suspended judges, oh. I would. I would be losing massive income in well, co with compensation and travel 
and product that I would be receiving from events that I would be working. Hey, Jess. And, yeah. We could have just included your name on the list, and they would have suspended you because they didn't uh, actually check to see who was. getting real. Oh. Getting real. Yeah. I mean, th- that's that's that would be even better. Um, no, like, my point is, my point is, this is terrifying. Up until this point, I had a certain amount of faith in Wizards of the Coast as a judge, and all of that, tr- no matter what happens with your appeals, that trust has been destroyed. It's gone. I, I, I don't know if I can continue to feel confident in my ability to actually make a living this way. And, and I don't know if that's ever going to come back. Sure. So it's, I, don't, I don't know what I'm going to do moving forward um, after your guys' suspension, whether your appeal comes through or not. Um, what I do as a judge moving forward is probably going to depend heavily on what happens in the situation. Even though I am not one of the suspended judges, mm-hmm. it, it's probably going to depend very heavily on it yeah let me touch on this on this point a little bit because i've seen it out there in particular on reddit um so so along with just just said uh you know how you feel about being a judge from here on out that's up to you right Mm -hmm. uh no one's going to judge anyone for what they choose to do um stay go you know i don't know maybe step back a little whatever whatever anyone wants to do that's fine um, but what I definitely do not support, and I'm going to bet you guys agree with me, is uh, there was a lot of talk out there of having like a judge, um, like a protest or a, uh, what do they call it? A boycott. Boycott. Or, yeah, where everyone would just stop judging. Um, I feel like that doesn't help anything. Uh, it it mostly only hurts the tournament organizers and the players who are just trying to go out and play Magic and they're just trying to run stores. Uh, you know, that's the vast majority of judges. I, I don't. Yeah. If you want, if you are upset at Wizards of the Coast because of this, uh, you should not just stop judging for your local store. That is not a thing you should do. Um, uh, that, that doesn't really help. And now, if you're upset at Wizards of the Coast for this, you might stop buying magic product and let your local store know and let Wizards know that that, that is what you're doing. The the thing that uh, in the MTG Focus podcast that Helen made repeatedly clear was that these suspensions were not because we were judges. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. We were, we were suspended as, as players. Uh, well, the, the suspension itself says you may not play TO or judge uh, events. Right. Which uh, is its own awkward thing for me, but I already touched on that. <laughs> right. So, so that's, that's the thing. It's, it's, it is not uh it is not an attack on judges. The fact that we are judges did not factor into the decision to suspend us, which can make this even scarier because then that means yes. that players are, uh, yeah, uh, players are, are included in this as well. Yep. So, yeah, that's, uh, so have we exhausted this topic I, you know what? It's it's funny. Is I uh, I I tried to keep that like civil and, and low heat. Um, <laughs> I hope I was successful. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. Good, because I I I honestly I just have so much rage over this, and, and I feel bad because I'm not one of the suspended judges, so I almost feel like it's not my place. Um, I I know how you feel because I felt it two days before I got suspended. But it hasn't stopped for me. I like I. St- uh. Yeah, it's oh. and and I do I do think that we would probably 
be doing a, a, a disservice to to Judge News if we didn't address uh, what happened to Judge Apps. Okay. okay, sure. That's fair. Okay. So what happened on, I believe it was Tuesday? CJ, correct me if my day is yeah, wrong. Yeah, it was Tuesday. He, he, Tuesday he had his finger on the button for um, a whole day. Yeah, so so uh, James Bennett, Uber Nostrum uh, on the, the Reddit forums is the owner of the Judge Apps domain and one of the administrators uh, of the site. Uh, he basically took the site down in protest and replaced it with a uh, with a account of what was going on. Um, two days later, he replaced it with a banner at the top, uh, which you can now click and you can see uh, uh, what he's basically asking uh, uh, Watsi to do certain things with 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 relation to what our obligations and duties are with with regard to seeing spoilers because that uh, ultimately that's what that's what a lot of this is boiling down to is seeing seeing spoilers in a private chat uh led to the is what led to the suspension uh so James did that uh he took a very big risk uh it impacted a lot of people uh it both was it's it's kind of one of these weird things because we don't condone it yet at the same time it elevated awareness of the situation much larger than we could have done so it's 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 in a kind of a a, a weird a weird it, situation where it impacted some people like it, it impacted some friends it made their jobs harder to do yeah i mean uh, as we already mentioned um seg had to staff new two new head judges very quickly Right, but the, uh, the, the, communica- the communication system for for getting information on the judges and informing them, and like that's mm-hmm. where we do all our staffings on. So it was it was very impactful, and uh, I it's kind of one of these weird weird situations where I am deeply appreciative of the gesture from James and, and he put himself out there for us and for something that he strongly believes in, uh, the, the taking the down, taking the site down itself. I, I can't like that. I can't, I can't get behind, get behind. I agree. I agree exactly with what you said. It's an awkward position because, uh, it means a lot that he was willing to do, you know, to go so far for us. Um, but at the well, same or, time, or, or or for the, I mean, and, and really the players for himself too, because that's that's the issue is it's not just us. We were just right. that we were, uh, you know, I'll, I'll say uh, collateral damage. Sure. Um, yeah, but I, I felt like it, you know, it put a lot of judges in a difficult situation. Although, in fairness, even even from the moment he posted it, he was always willing to give. You know, to people who really needed information from Judge Apps, he was willing to give it to them. Yeah, right. So it also highlighted a really interesting situation in the fact that that our infrastructure is. You know, some people were like, "Well, how could this be controlled and owned by just one person?" You know, remember the the judge organization when when you when we go to an event, or sorry, when you guys go to an event, uh, when you judges go to an event and work, uh, <laughs> right? Not you, you, not you. Yeah, You're not, not me. Judge, not, buddy. I want to be very clear on this. Not me. When you guys just when you go to an event and you work for a TO, you're being paid. Right. When you leave that event and you go home and you write a review 
or you work on a project or you you do whatever it is that you do, you mentor somebody, uh, that's volunteer work. That's on your time, your dime, your love of the game, the hobby, that kind of thing. And the infrastructure that we use to communicate uh, that you use to communicate is also uh, uh, comes out of that same uh, desire and, and and willingness to to go the extra mile and volunteer your time, your blood, your sweat, your tears, your money, um, and it, it further highlighted that. You could still say we used to communicate because you don't have to remove yourself from judge apps. <laughs> I'm not allowed to communicate on. We're not allowed to use it to post to make posts. As part of our suspension. Yeah. So. <laughs> uh, I guess I could. I guess I can still make my post announcing this episode, though. Jess can. Sure. Um, yeah, and I think it also opened a lot of people's eyes about how autonomous the judge program actually is. In that, right. uh, it, I think it surprised a lot of people to learn that our entire application system, our blogs, is all written by the judge program. Um, yeah. The the website where our tests, our judge tests are generated is that's Watsi's website. But we actually maintain we the program maintain the questions and things like that. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think this was surprising to a lot of people. It's all independent. It's all uh, none of it is. And by design, which is the coast does, does not control any of that. Mm-hmm. And, and they haven't wanted to control any of that. Um, so it's all it's all an interesting um, situation. So there, there have been a few posts. Like, like I, uh, Reddit has several threads uh, where they go on it. Uh, several high-level judges have posted uh, things on Facebook, uh, Limbs, uh, Toby, uh, Kevin Dupre, I think, Scott Marshall have, have all yep. posted things. Yep. Uh, a few other. Uh, we have not, other than the occasional snarky comments maybe a, a fact correction here and there maybe too many snarky comments I've, I've gone through some emotions i'm sorry i've yeah well actually my emotion is pretty much snarky to begin with so i yeah, think that's true i think that i've actually been quieter than usual on facebook as a result of this i lost days of work on just being on reddit and facebook yeah i took a day I, of vacation that i wasn't expecting to I, just oh no! It. I was at work. Oh, <laughs> I just didn't do anything. Shh. Do I need Do I need to report you for failure to notify your employer of? I sent some emails. Oh, okay. It's all good. <laughs> it's all good. Your salary. What does it matter? Yeah. Ah. Ah. All right. So, should we attempt to be educational in this episode now? I think. I think, I think we're actually, good, actually. <laughs> what? What? No, go ahead. I'm sorry. What were you going to say, Brian? Good, good as in. Oh, I think we've covered enough. <laughs> we've been educated. This is this has still been educational, even even though we haven't talked about rules or policy or anything like that. Are you all saying we shouldn't talk about the mechanics? I'm not saying that we shouldn't. Wait, did I use the right? Okay. I'm, I'm not okay. saying we shouldn't. So I am saying we should. Yes. All right. Let's go through them real quick because if we okay. talk about them now, we don't have to talk about them when we do the uh, release notes. Yeah, sure. we, we let's we, do that. And then we'll refer people to this uh, <laughs> 30 minutes in. Okay, there was the argument to do the re- the mechanics first. Yes. Oh, well. Oh, well. <laughs> so we'll just send them back and tell them that they have to listen through all of this? Yeah. Okay. Lesson learned. Just give them a timestamp. Like, I'll give them a timestamp, yeah. 
Like you could put it in the title, be like the the non suspension stuff starts at this time stamp. <laughs> That's just the name the name of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> the name of this episode should be the non-suspension stuff starts 30 minutes in yeah <laughs> okay <laughs> all right so we got uh, a few new oath of the gatewatch mechanics to talk about um the big one being what is called the colorless mana symbol as seen on kozilek and wastes um segway wait so the Kozilek, <laughs> so the colorless mana symbol it looks like kind of a weird diamond i don't i don't know if that's supposed to be like an odrazi symbol but i i would think they'd want something more generic than that it probably is generic it's like so, a, it's like a weird almost a null okay. like it doesn't have the slash through it but i don't know cj you didn't put it in the notes could you guys like send me a picture nope <laughs> <laughs> uh, imagine a diamond so um squished <laughs> <laughs> oh, so like the new codes like he costs like six so the the way to refer to this thing is c um so the new codes like i think he costs six cc something like i don't know um there, there's another card that costs one c uh and what that means is you can pay one mana of any color that's what the one still mm-hmm. means um one mana of any color or colorless right so what the one means hasn't changed uh-huh. And then if there's a colorless mana symbol in the cost, it means you also have to pay a colorless mana. So that mana has to be colorless. Right. So okay, so, so you you cannot use, say, blue or white mana to pay this. Even though you could use that for the generic mana cost symbol, you, you have to use just colorless. Yes. So if you have force force, right, you cannot cast something that costs one in a colorless. One in one C. C. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a little, it's a little confusing because of how we referred to things. Um, I feel like I've used C before. Was C something else already? Uh, but most people don't know that, I think, is when they generate a cycle of cards in all five colors, they say that it costs, you know, 4CC if, if everything costs the same. Uh, cycle. Right, right. That's where I've heard that before. The C just yeah. stands for color. Yeah. Yeah. So they probably had to change that internally. Yeah, I bet so. Um, so also now when something generates colorless mana, so if all it generates is colorless mana, like Soul Ring, tap add. You know, what we would say before is two colors, your mana pool. Now they use that diamond symbol, the colorless mana symbol, to represent, hey, a colorless mana is being added to your mana pool. So Soul Ring would now say tap add CC to your mana pool. And what would Mox Lotus say? It's the one tap add and then it says infinite. Uh, yeah, but so the thing is that uh, usually, <laughs> in fact, in every case, uncards don't get a uh, rules errata. Correct. So that's really? the, yes. So I'm good on that. Oh, are, you, know, you guys just took my joke and <laughs> just made it like all. Real. All the unglued cards are summoned still. Like, Shh. <laughs> look, man, it was fun. It was supposed to be a joke. You sure was. It was supposed to be. Yeah. So shows what you know. Seeing yeah. one in a circle or two in a circle or sixteen in a circle or whatever, that's still staying. Uh, but that's only going to be used on costs that can be paid with any color or a colorless. So they're trying to clear up some confusion there. Um, you know, like that one in a circle always kind of did mean two things. It meant one as a cost. It meant it's a cost that could be paid in any color or as colorless. But then two, as something being added to your mana pool, it meant um, it meant a colorless mana being added to your mana pool. Mm-hmm. So that's the new mana symbol. Um, I. 
based on the errata they're doing to cards, I think it's going to become evergreen. They haven't said that. Oh yeah. But oh, it, it seems like will. yeah, it seems like that's the direction we're going. Even if they don't have things with that cost, they will definitely have things that produce that mana. It it just seems like such a such a huge design space thing that they've opened up that they're gonna they're gonna be using this for sure for forevers. All right, so who would like to talk about weights? Ooh, ooh, me, me, me. Ahead, I want to talk about weights. This is a really cool card. Um, so it is a the waste is a new basic land. Uh, it is not a new basic land type though. Uh, so what's what's important about this is as a basic land or, or sorry, and as this basic land, you can tap it to make one C. So just like forests give you a green, this will give you a a colorless or a null or whatever they're gonna <laughs> call it, a diamond. It'll give you a diamond instead of a tree um, <laughs> or a raindrop. Uh, as a basic land, uh, you can have any number of them in your deck. So uh, uh, EDH fans, uh, just playing Karn and those guys just uh, got a little bit easier. Yep. Um, you can't choose when something asks you to name a land type. You can't name wastes, okay? There is not a type. It is not a, you know, when you look at a land card and it says basic land swamp, okay, this is not, uh, swamp is a land type. A basic land type, waste is not. Uh, but if you cast a rampant growth that says, you know, something that says search your, uh, search your library for a basic land and put it in play, it is a basic land. So basic land type, no, basic land, Yes. So rapid growth, yes. Far seek, no. Yes. What's is, am I right on that? What's the text on far seek? Is it basic it land type, or does it just list the lands? It lists the lands. It's last episode should have taught me the the folly of just agreeing with you guys. <laughs> without without. For <laughs> uh, now, I'm like looking. That, yeah. yeah. Uh, yes. Uh, for, well, far seek just lists all the land types: plains, island, swamp, mountain, car. Yeah. So you can't um, use that. Yep. Okay. Now, an, uh, an interesting thing, because uh, lands are going to be, uh, or colorless lands is going to be a big deal in Oath of the Gatewatch. Uh, now, normally in limited events, you just go up to the land station, you grab swamps and islands. I was like, oh, I need some forests. So you just grab as many forests as you want, and your sideboard is considered to have an infinite number of basic lands. Uh that's going to be a little bit different for wastes. Uh, so in a limited events, uh, the the wastes that you have is what you open or draft. You don't get to go over to the land station and grab all of the the lands you uh, the wastes you want. Right. You have so to throw the ones that you got in your product. Right. For for those of you that played during Ice Age sealed. Uh, or or cold snap, you know, whichever is more recent for you. Um, <laughs> well, it's like the snowlands, you know, and that doesn't mean that you oh you just found a, a snow covered mountain in the in the box of mountains uh, at the, your local store in the in the land box. So uh, yeah, so that's that's pretty much uh, pretty much the wastes. This is a really cool card. Uh, yeah. It looks awesome. I'm really excited. And just and just to be absolutely clear, um, wastes aren't the only way you're going to be able to add colorless mana to your mana pool. And uh, it's right? the only way. It's the only like oh you know no other card ever. How many non basic lands have you seen that tap to add one colorless to your mana pool? Right. 
Did um, Painlands just get slightly better? Yes. Yes. They wow. did. It's only slightly. <laughs> Same statistically insignificant yet non-zero number. Yes. All right, Jess, as our cohort, but not, depending on what situation we're talking about, can you talk <laughs> about this next mechanic? Yeah, so cohort. Cohort is an ability word. Um, it's, What's a hort? I, I don't know, but there are apparently <laughs> multiples of them, whatever they are. Um, yes. Or that they're, maybe they're, they're only horts if they work together, so it's cohorts. Yeah. Is, I I mean, you can have a host and a co-host, so why not? A hort and a cohort? Yeah. Well, hortons hear a who. Yes. Right? So cohortons hear a co-who. Okay. <laughs> That's an answer what a hort is. <laughs> well, I mean, it's an elephant. Oh, okay. All right, so the... Um, uh, elephant theme confirmed. Uh, <laughs> so, so I'm glad we finally got the elephant set, guys. It's the, anyway. elephant in the, it's the elephant in the room. So cohort, I believe cohort is only a, a keyword that is a keyword that only appears on allies. Now they they could possibly change that. Like I'm not actually 100 percent sure that that is actually the case. Yeah. So let me jump in here and say we're usually we have this episode when um, the release notes are out and so we have a lot more information about the set and the mechanics um contrary to what you might have read on reddit we have not seen all the cards in this set so we don't know everything about it but these mechanics are all kind of simple so I, I figured it was pretty safe to go ahead and have this episode now so that we have a little bit more time for cards when we get to the release notes episode um yeah that makes sense but um so cohort basically means uh, has the tap symbol. So tap this and tap an untapped ally you control and um, do something. Now, in the case of Munda's Vanguard, which I think was spoiled today, um, it's where put a plus one plus. What's that? Where did, you, where did you see that picture? It's on the, it's on the website. Oh, okay, just check. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, because I mean, CJ put it in the notes and I hadn't seen it before. So I immediately <laughs> had to go research it to make sure that it was real. And uh, that I didn't have to report it. <laughs> yeah, um, it so thankfully, uh, it was real. So I don't have to report it. Still might, just to be safe. Uh, Please do. And, uh, you know, I don't want to, Yeah, don't ban me, bro. Um, so, anyway, so cohort. <laughs> Let's talk about cohort. Uh, allies with cohort, and possibly other things with cohort, require you to tap an ally... Uh, and this so this and another ally to get an effect uh and in this case it's put a plus one plus one counter on each creature you control which is a pretty cool effect um that means that the creature that has cohort uh you have to care about summoning sickness because it has a tap symbol but the ally that you are tapping that's not the creature with cohort uh could just be played because you it's the ability of the other card that's tapping it causing it to be tapped um, which is a little confusing. I don't know if I explained that very well. Um, yeah, that, yeah, it trips up a lot of people. Yeah, it's really weird. If if you have an activated ability that has you tap, um, and it uses the tap symbol, you can't use that the turn you come into play or enter the battlefield. But if you have an activated ability that taps another creature without using the tap symbol, then you can tap those oh, other creatures whether I, or not they just enter the battlefield. Actually, actually, it's just if if this card just said tap an untapped ally you control, you could totally tap Munda's Vanguard. It's only if it has the tap symbol. 
in right. That's true. That's true. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, so the yeah, it could tap itself. Uh, uh, if if you guys remember from way back, uh, Drowner of Secrets. Oh no, not that far back. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm saying way back, Lorwyn. Okay, like <laughs> pump the brakes, old man. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. Um. So. Uh, back in Lorwyn, there was a merfolk called Drowner of Secrets that said, tap an untapped merfolk you control, and then do a thing. Um, and you could tap it even when it came in, had just come into play, which confused the heck out of people. But it worked yeah. that way. Wow, Lorwyn was so far long ago. It really was. I okay, had to go check, didn't you? <laughs> well, I'm, I'm sitting here just counting boxes on the shelves, and I'm just like, I was like, Khans, Theros, Return to Ravnik, oh, and I was just like counting, and I was like, Wow, that's like a second grader. <laughs> the, uh, the, that's a second grader. <laughs> Lorwyn is in second grade. The Twilight novel just hit its 10-year anniversary. Why do oh. you know that? Because I was walking by the book in the store Lorwyn and it said 10-year anniversary edition. Second grade. <laughs> and it's like, I can't believe I've been hearing about Twilight for 10 years. Twilight's in fifth grade, which surprisingly is about the age of the people that enjoy the book. Oh. I went there. Oh. <laughs> I went there. What are you? What are you? What are you gonna do? <laughs> All right. The next mechanic is called support. So support's always written support and then a number, uh, like support two or support six. And what support means is you put a plus one plus one counter on up to in target creatures. Um, so to be really clear here, it only ever puts one plus one plus one counter on the creature, but it can put it on more than one creature. So support two means you could put one plus one plus one counter on two different target creatures. Uh, they would have to be different creatures. We can't load them all up on one creature. Um, if you see support on a spell, so like an, uh, one they, they showed is it was a card that said support two and then it said draw a card. We have to give the old warning where this could potentially add targets to the spell. It's up to so you can do. Yeah, you can do oh, fewer okay. than the number. Yes. Uh, so we have to give our normal warning that if a spell doesn't normally have targets and then you do something to it to give it targets uh, and those targets become illegal, the entire spell will be countered. So say you only have one creature and it's a bear cub and you cast this support to draw a card spell. And when you cast it, you choose to target the bear cub with the support to portion of the text. Um, and someone kills your bear cub in response because they are truly monsters. The whole spell will be countered and you're not going to draw a card because the spell is now um, an illegal spell. Whereas if you chose to just cast it with the draw card mode, it wouldn't matter. Or not mode. Sorry, mode is the wrong word there. But if you choose not to target any creatures, because it does say up to two or up to six or up to whatever, um, then, of course, you wouldn't have that little loophole. So something to look out for. Uh, also worth mentioning, if, if support is on a creature or another permanent, so usually this is through a triggered ability. Um, like when this enters the battlefield, support six. That's, that's another card they spoiled today. Um, that means that there's a rule, there's going to be a rule in there somewhere that says you can't choose that creature that just entered as one of the targets for the plus one plus one counter. I guess, I guess they just didn't want that to be an option. That's, that's kind of awkward. It is kind of awkward. Uh, honestly, I wish they just made those all one, one smaller and bumped up the support number or something, you know? I don't, I don't know why they have that rule. Um, but. well, I think all of them actually, like, the, the reminder text tells you this. It says another yeah. Yeah, the reminder text does is clear about it. I think it's just a, it's a flavor thing. Like it, it's not supporting itself; it's supporting everybody else. 
Sure. It does seem to be like the theme that they've got for the for the allies and stuff like that is uh-huh. is coming together to fight the fight the Eldrazi. Yeah. All right, guys. Uh, Surge has made a big comeback, and I think finally yeah. uh, Watsi is accepting some product placement. Oh, definitely. Yeah. It's uh so so basically um uh, the surge mechanic is an alternate cost that requires you to drink uh, uh sugared beverages. That's not how it works. Okay. It only works when your teammate drinks a sugary beverage. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. All right. Well, I love I mean, those old surge commercials, by the way. Yeah, it's uh, so so all the time. So all the rules where the the head judge announces that you need to keep your food and drinks off the table uh, that doesn't apply to surge. Soda. Uh, no. Um, surge is an alternate cost that that kicks in after you or a teammate cast a spell. Uh, so after that point, after you've you've done that for the for the rest of the turn, uh, you can cast your uh, spells in your hand uh, with the surge cost. Um, now this is they've announced um, that Oath of the Gatewatch is going to have a two-headed giant feel theme. They're going to be paying attention to it. And I know that two-headed giant is, is despite a lot of people seem to say, ah, two-headed giant, who plays that? When you go to opens, when you go to GPs, uh, when you go to pre-releases, there's always people wanting to play two-headed giant. Uh, it's a really fun format, maybe not for the, the super competitive types, but, you know, if you and a buddy or boyfriend, girlfriend, significant other want to get in and you want to play together, it's great. Normally I go to pre-releases uh, with my daughter and we play uh, we play in two at a giant uh, pre-releases and she has a lot of fun because she doesn't have to, you know, she, she ah, whatever, I'm not going to get into that. Um, <laughs> so, so getting back to the rules. Uh, so it doesn't matter uh, if that first spell cast actually resolved or not. So if you cast your support card and you declare a target and uh, the target gets removed so the support spell gets countered, uh, that still counts for Surge. Um, and then some cards uh, will have a bonus if you cast it for its Surge cost. Uh, most of the time it looks like out of the cards that we've seen so far, it looks like the surge, uh, surge cost has a reduction and then it may or may not do something additional if, uh, the surge cost was paid. So somebody, you or your buddy play a spell, uh, it doesn't have to resolve after that. You can cast, uh, something with surge for cheaper, uh, and you don't actually have to drink that awful, awful, awful soda. It's a great soda. Unless you it, want, it literally makes me ill. Unless you surge, unless you want to endorse us, in which case, <laughs> I love your drink. And Great drink, you should I, try it. Out. And I, it will only figuratively make me ill. <laughs> It'll make you ill in a good way. It'll make you illin. That's sick, man. Totally illin. Yes, sick, sick, nasty. Yeah, that's that's what the kids are saying. Yeah, I think so. Okay, okay. I don't know. Apparently, I'm like old man winter or something there, according to Mr. Dunks. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Basically. So that's it. That's all the mechanics. This is a small set. Um, actually, it's kind of a lot of mechanics anyway. I mean, introducing colorless mana, which is pseudo six color. Um, it's a big deal. Yeah, it's it was a it was a. It, I don't think that was actually mentioned, but it's it's a an elegant way of kind of adding a sixth color. Yeah. This was without... first. This first came up in a very very 
very similar mechanic was introduced in I think Great Designer Search Two. Um, and and by, this by is John Locks, former yep. guest of the show. Yep, and it seems like it would. Uh, it it just fits in very well with uh, the Eldrazi theme to require colorless mana, so so I think they just went ahead and used it. Yeah. All right, guys. Um, there's no news to talk about. I think we already covered that. Yeah. In detail. Um, not a whole lot. Uh, I'm the highest on. ranking judge in the southeast. That's all we need to know. Yes, easily. <laughs> uh, indisputable. Uh, I've also uh, said that currently CJ Stanball is first best. Judge CJ, uh, by default. Uh, yeah, actually. That, that's been an old argument, but unfortunately at this point, he is now number one Judge CJ. Wow, it was, settled. It was settled in a... Now, Now here's, here's the interesting thing. If if I said that before he was the second best CJ, ooh, what's that? What? I, so that was, the, that was where the dispute was, was who was the second best CJ. No, well, first, first best is Crooks. Like, we can't, you know. Oh, Nobody can beat Crooks. Well, I mean, now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, turns out you can. <laughs> uh, but not me. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, that's all cool. No news. Uh, you know, we'll have more talks about what we're all going to do. And, and we'll talk about our appeals and, and whatever after it's all after it's all handled. We don't know when that'll be or, you know, who knows? Maybe it'll be three months. Um, but we'll see. But thanks, everyone, for listening again. Uh, my name is Cedar Schrader. I used to and will keep it fair. <laughs> I'm, I'm Jess Dunks. I keep it fun. I'm Brian Prillin, and I, I, I got nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I really didn't know what we were going to do for the ending here. I didn't really think about it. Uh, I keep playing I keep playing Battlefront for three months. That's the truth. Yeah, oh, B man. underscore Prill, look me up. I, I'll play. I yeah, I, I don't have a PS4 yet, and I don't know if, I don't think I should buy one just for that. I did. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, screw it. I got foil money. <laughs> I'm buying. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, my disposable income just kind of disappeared for a bit. But yeah, we sold a lot of PS, PS4s uh, in the Southeast uh, recently. 